a chat with the head of the St. Louis Blues Society, Jeremy Sigelmoss, cast.com. And now we are live. Jeremy Sigelmoss is here to join us and to, and to talk about his wonderful career and his wonderful life. And so I, he's, he's getting something ready, and there he is. He's ready. And so now, Jeremy, I just want to talk to you about how you first got interested in music. Oh, sure. Well, um, my dad is the one who taught me how to play guitar. Okay. He was a guitar, is a guitar player and really turned me on to a lot of music. And what then, was the um, stuff you liked? Oh, uh, you know, growing up, I listened to all kinds of things. Uh, we listened to um, a lot of rock and roll early on. Um, uh -huh. And then in my teenage years, I really uh, got, you know, we listened to Led Zeppelin, but the moment I heard Muddy Waters, right. it was over. Um, so Muddy Waters so, was, uh, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was early. Um, and and then I didn't really, I, I didn't play publicly until I was 25. Wow. Um, and that's when I met K Carrie Lisson and uh, Adam Andrews, and we started the Bottoms Up Blues Gang. Wow. And that was 20 years ago. <laughs> well, so how did that turn into a career as the head of the Blues Museum? Oh, uh, okay. So it's the St. Louis Blues Society. Right. Um, and that is something, um, you know, uh, I had never planned to play on stage or to play music, really. Um, but as I um, kind of, uh, it's a long story, I was on the road with the circus. And then okay. I came back to St. Louis. And, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of the old guys are the ones that once they found out I had a guitar, I meant, I was going to be a guitar player. Okay. So uh, some of the older cats like Benny Smith, Eric McSpadden, Tom Maloney, right. which are all St. Louis legends. Right. Um, yep. They they said, "Oh, you have a guitar. You're going to be a guitar player." Uh -huh. And um, and so they taught me how to play and uh, really fostered the Bottoms Up Blues Gang in general. And then um, you know I, I was an, I was kind of an organizer before I was a musician. So for right. me it's a way to give back and the the st louis blues society is an all-volunteer organization right. so we do this you know with all love and do the best we can to uh take care of our community well definitely and you've done some amazing things during the pandemic so tell me about that okay um so the blue society is uh one of the aspects of the st louis blues society is our mission fund and that's been around since the jump and that that fund has primarily been for musicians who are in like big trouble. Like if they have a health scare and yeah. we can help out with a certain amount of money. Um, mm -hmm. And it's never, we've been able to give out some, but not a ton. Uh, but as soon as the pandemic hit, we kind of turned off everything but that and started to raise money to give to the out of work St. Louis blues musicians. Right. Um, and, and in 2020, we raised a hundred thousand wow. dollars and uh, it, in some partnerships with the community foundations, resilience fund and the mm -hmm. national blues museum also helped. Um, and a lot of individual donors um, okay. as well as some fundraising things we did. And we uh, gave out over a hundred thousand dollars to musicians. Wow. That's amazing. Now I noticed you've got some new gifts. Is that right as well? One of the ways that we created a way for people to give and for us to give back uh, was as we we partnered with Bobby Bayak, who's a local painter. Um, oh, you know, he's done he's done everything from you know a Prince album cover to something right. for the Blue Society. Yes. And so uh, Bobby has done paintings of two legends so far in St. Louis. We had Henry right. Townsend. We did first, yes. and then um, vocalist Renee Smith. I know Henry's son, Alonzo, so I know by the Yeah, name. 
<laughs> yeah, so Alonzo kind of leads this committee and really makes it happen. Right. Um, and so we're about to release a third painting. What we do, 100 prints, they're all signed and numbered from Kababi. Okay. And this next one is going to be of Big George. So, wow. so uh, we're uh, like, uh, this is a way for people, they're $60 a piece, and all the proceeds go right. into the mission fund. And then we write wow. checks to musicians. That's fantastic. And so now, give me some names that people need to know about St. Louis music and St. Louis blues in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you're just looking for names of musicians or, Tell me or, i mean st louis is, named. st louis is has one of the greatest musical histories in the Without world doubt. Um, and so from ragtime to rock and roll we say you know from Scott to chuck berry to nelly right um, and and among those many musicians are um a lot of them have deceased now but you have you know someone like henry townsend who recorded in 19 decades Oliver Sane and Fontella Bass. Um, you know, you have the Benny Smiths and the, uh, you know, Arthur Williams is still alive. And it's really, it's pretty endless. Um, and it really it's is. as important of a music city as any that there is. In um, the world. And yes, I agree with yeah. that entirely. Yeah. And so the Blue Society, we do, we kind of have a dual thing here. Like on one hand, uh, we like to preserve the history. You know, right. so we put out a blues letter or we do help with interviews or we just try to shine a light on people. And then we, you know, also try to perpetuate it with the living blues. Right. Um, we have, um, you know, a couple of years ago at the Big Muddy Blues Festival, there was 65 St. Louis blues bands. Like, wow. that's unheard of. You can't do that's that in crazy. Memphis. You can't do that in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And with no talent lost by having it like that. I mean, we right. and. The musicians are also kind and they and they are we've seen it through the pandemic of everyone looking out for each other right. it's been wonderful um it's just all in all like it's been a, a one of the things this year shown me is what an amazing community we have and that we all look after each other exactly um, and it's, it's just That's fantastic that way is learning how many people work want to work together to make this all better as i would say mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and so What's coming next for the Blues Society? What's next? Well, this year we're going to continue to um, talk to the musicians and see what they need. Um, I, you know, we're, we're you know playing it month by month when it comes to the pandemic. So yes, everybody um, is. Yeah. So right now, the most important thing for us is to uh, continue to raise the visibility of musicians who have no other income. There's right. there's not another job they can go get or they're older or they don't have, you know, there's any number of things. Um, so we continue to raise money for the mission fund. And um, basically every time we raise about $10,000, we turn around and give 40 people $250, right? Wow. So um, the the next big doors painting will be out sometime at the, at the end of February. Um, so that's one way if you wanted to get something for your money. Absolutely. Um, yes. um, or you can just go to the website, uh, and, and just donate straight away. We've had people that are donating their, their whole stimulus check. We've had, mm -hmm. um, people donating a couple hundred bucks a month, you sure. know, like for the whole time. Uh, and it just, it makes a, a huge difference to um, a group of people that's been just devastating. It's so fun, and it's so fun to hear about these amazing stories, including the stuff that you're doing. And so I just like to have people on and talk about music and what's going on. And so give me a couple other names, the 
Muddy Waters was the first one, but who was big for you early on? Well, I, you know, as as soon as I sniffed out St. Louis, when I was sneaking into bars, when I was, you know, 18-ish <laughs> right. years old, right. um, you know, there, there are institutions in St. Louis. Um, like uh, in St. Louis at the Broadway Oyster Bar every Monday night uh, oh, yeah. is the Soulard Blues Band for over 40 years, right? I mean, Artie has seen every... Um, Artie Dwyer is kind of the leader of that band, and, right. and he's kind of seen it, everything. Um, uh, you know, I remember there was a while in St. Louis, uh, if you remember, where we, there was kind of a rotating group of people. Like every Monday, we were right. over at the Oyster Bar. Uh -huh. uh, every Tuesday, we were watching Tommy Bankhead at BB's. Every Wednesday was uh, Benny Smith at the Venice Cafe. Uh, right. Every Thursday was Oliver Sane at BB's. You know, this was a really wonderful time. Um, and a lot, and while those people have passed, the people that played with them are still alive and are still playing right. nightly. I mean, in a normal year. Um, and yes. so, uh, um, on the blue side, you pay. We've actually kind of all month for Black History Month, we've been uh, posting different black musicians from St. Louis. I think today we did Eric McSpadden, who's a harmonica yes. player here in town. Love that guy. Uh, yes. um, and then you know, there's all the soul players like uh, Roland Johnson or Gene Jackson. And, um, you know, just there's just truly so many. Um, and I think when you go to a big muddy blues festival or when you pick up, um, so here's something. Uh, so the blues Society, we had a, um, a compilation CD that we've put out every year for the last five years. Great. We, um, we haven't repeated a band. It is okay. all original music recorded at Blue Lotus Studio. And so um, if you picked up all five of them, you'd have about 85 St. Louis bands playing original wow. music. Um, and so those are all on the website as well, if, if your listeners are interested in that. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a fan. I mean, there's, it's just a really big group of people. It's hard to just like start naming folks off. I yes. mean, Marquise Knox, he just turned 30 Don't years old. Marquise He's not a young man Knox anymore. It's a big deal and going to be bigger, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's so fun to see all these things coming together. And I just like the work that you guys are doing. And I really wanted to take a minute and talk to you. So. Anything else you want to say before you leave, or is that about good? Well, hey, I just first, I just want to hope everyone is safe and healthy. I really right. appreciate you shining a light on the work we're doing, um, just to take care of these musicians, because without yes. them, we don't have music, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. Man. So, uh, so I'm always available if people want to talk about it, and uh, now I've and got your I just numbers, appreciate so. everything you're doing. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye, bye now. Okay, let's go here and we'll end the stream. There we are. We because there was something in the water in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, don't forget me. I'm Brenda Lee, and we're all going to have fun tonight on Ozark Jubilee. The Missouri Music Podcast, hosted by music fan and the founder of Slewfoot Records, Mr. Dale Wiley. 